0: his buddies as if he was frightened please don't don't use your freaky chinese voodoo on us i can't stand it no no stop i'm begging you he cried obnoxiously as he and his friends laughed it up i was shocked and had no idea how to respond and i couldn't believe how rude and disrespectful he was being to me let alone curtis it was as if having a person of authority speak to him had no bearing on him whatsoever i felt like giving him a hard spanking right across his tush "'Then I noticed the woman who had brought the three boys up with her to the ranch coming our way. "'Instead of getting into an immature yelling match with them, I decided to approach her instead. "'I intended to let her know how rotten her three cretins were, "'and I hoped to get an apology out of them based on principle. "'But as I marched over to her, I noticed that she was on her cell phone, "'seemingly unaware of the incident that had just occurred. "'Before I spoke, I glanced back at the three boys who took off running into the creaky hollow gift shop "'to avoid being caught at the scene of the crime.' I returned my attention back to the woman, waiting patiently for her to acknowledge me. She glanced at me for a second as I looked back at her with a vexed expression on my face, but to my surprise, she made no attempt to get off her phone. In fact, she went right on talking as if I wasn't even there. I waited for a few more seconds until I couldn't stand it any longer. I had to butt in on her phone call. Excuse me, I said in the most civil tone I could manage. The woman immediately sighed and looked over to me as if I was a nuisance to her. "'Yes,' she said. "'I stared back at her, surprised by her response to me, "'then realized that if she was associated with the three boys "'that had just picked on Curtis, "'they probably had a poor role model to begin with. "'Uh, yeah, hi. "'My name is Lin Wu. "'I'm the cousin of Curtis Fong from Miss Marshall's class,' "'I said as the woman looked back at me, "'her phone still glued to her ear. "'As I waited for her to respond, "'I had little hope that our conversation would go well, "'but I decided to give it a chance.' I had just interrupted her phone call after all, and hadn't fully explained the situation yet. Hold on a moment, the woman said into her phone, appearing slightly annoyed. Then she pressed it up against her shoulder, firmly. And, she said as she stared back at me. Not feeling very encouraged by her demeanor, I decided to lay out the situation anyway. Yeah, well, the three boys that you brought up here with you today, they were just teasing my cousin over there, I said as I pointed to Curtis, who was now looking down at the ground in shame. The woman glanced at Curtis for a moment, rolling her eyes. Then she returned her gaze back to me. Well, they're kids. What do you expect? That's what kids do at that age, tease each other, she replied as she looked away from me. Then she started talking on her phone again. I did my best to hold my tongue as I butted into her conversation. "'Well, they also made fun of me. "'They implied I was a Chinese witch "'trying to use some type of freaky voodoo on them,' "'I said, hoping that the shock of making fun of a fellow chaperone "'would finally get her attention. "'The woman immediately glanced at me again "'as she covered the mouthpiece of her phone with her hand, Then she huffed dismissively "'as she looked me up and down for a moment. "'Well, you're dressed like a witch, aren't you?' "'They were probably just picking up on that fact,' she said." "'I'm kind of in the middle of an important phone call right now, so if you don't mind,' she added as she turned away from me rudely and walked away. "'I stared back at her as I tightened my lips, realizing that I wasn't going to get anywhere with her. "'She was too fixated on her phone call and apparently couldn't care less about what her three cretins were up to. "'I just turned away from her with a scowl on my face and decided that it was time to take Curtis home. "'There was no way I was going to subject him to any more bullying.' I intended to tell his teacher about the incident, too. I wanted to make sure he wasn't being picked on at school, either, and if he was, I wanted to be sure that the boys doing it were punished. But as I turned to call for Curtis, I realized that he was nowhere to be found. I quickly scanned the area to see if I could spot where he had run off to, but, to my surprise, he wasn't on the pumpkin patch. I immediately headed for the gift shop, where the three Cretans were currently hiding out. Once I got inside, I could see them clustered around a small table, slurping down a round of sodas as they burped obnoxiously like a trio of drunken sailors. When they finally noticed that I was staring at them, the largest one wiggled his fingers at me mockingly as if I was some type of freaky witch ready to cast a spell on him. I glared back at him in annoyance as he and his friends returned my frustration with a playful smirk. But even though I felt like giving them a piece of my mind, I decided to get back to the situation at hand, which was locating Curtis. I quickly scanned the shop for any signs of him. But when I realized he wasn't there, I immediately dashed over to the front window near the parking lot. To my dismay, however, I could only spot a few parked cars there, along with a couple of families heading home for the day. A wave of worry began to engulf me as I raced onto the front porch, getting a greater view of the area that surrounded the ranch. Curtis.